Welcome to Eavesdrop. We are excited that you are joining us for another great show uh, with my friend Heather. Hello. Good morning. We got some great things that we're going to talk about today. Just wanted to let you know that you can find us in a couple of different places. You can find us on iTunes by subscribing to our show at Eavesdrop. It will upload to you every week with our when our show is posted every week for you. You can also find us at eavesdropshow.com. It's a great place to leave comments for us. Give us a little bit of feedback. Also lets you go to our Facebook page that's there. Another great way to follow us on Facebook with Eavesdrop Show. Um, some great ways to get in touch with us and blog with us. We'd love to hear your comments and your feedbacks on what we're talking about. Um, probably fits into some of our great topic that uh, we're going to talk about today. And we kind of did something different for the whole show today as I, I let Heather go, hey, you be the one. You get to decide what our conversation is going to be today. So Heather, we'll open it up. What is our great topic we get to talk about today on Eavesdrop? Well, appropriately tasked on Friday to tasked. to come up with the topic, I started to realize my biggest problems all stem back to my procrastination. So I wanted to kind of open up a dialogue about it today because there are some serious goals that I have in life that I, you know, I wouldn't even call it a bucket list, but things that I've had on my goal list for the past three, four mm-hmm. Five years. Mm-hmm. Um, we joke about the fact that I have a 21-month-old. Oh, yes. Well, I'm still trying to lose the baby weight. Not from her, but from like the <laughs> 10 and a half year old and, and I have procrastinated mm-hmm. literally a decade to lose the baby weight from the second child. And then I had a third child. So now I've got this baby weight to lose again. And I'm still procrastinating mm-hmm. on losing this weight. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought procrastination might be a great topic for us today. Which, when you were telling me about it, I was like, one, let's let's see if we can say it correctly, spell it correctly through all of that. But procrastination is a huge issue. I struggle with it in so many ways you and I were talking about, yeah. just where I struggle with being a full-time working mom, mm-hmm. single mom yep. with kids. I struggle with planning meals and actually getting out there and cooking them and planning and knowing what we're going to do, because it sure is a heck of a lot easier when I come home. I don't want to pull anything out. I don't want to have to think about what I have to make. Hey, kids, let's go get in the car and let's just go grab something to eat because they'll always go get something to eat. And see, that's the thing that I, I really don't I don't think we realize that our procrastination costs us oh, something. And so it does. the convenience of jumping mm-hmm. in the car and grabbing takeout or going to a restaurant every night, there's a cost that we pay, even though we don't actually weigh that out in the thought process. Well, and easy, easy, easy on that is that the cost of it, but yet the convenience of being Absolutely. able to do it because of our busy lifestyle, mm-hmm. our busy schedules. But bottom line is, I have procrastinated by not planning well. I have not budgeted well. I haven't done those things that should allow help. me to do this task the, easy enough to do it well and i think that's you know common you know with me and not losing the weight yeah. it, it's truly a procrastination issue and so i started looking on the internet for different blogs and different mm-hmm. people's thoughts and um different definitions yes. causes of yes. procrastination and even some cures mm-hmm. so i thought that might be interesting to just kind of walk through those that'd be cool um throughout the five different websites that i looked at i found that there was some similarity mm-hmm. in what they cause or what they listed as the causes okay okay so let's just kind of walk through those uh, there's seven 
There are seven common causes. Already I'm seeing the procrastination okay, yeah. hitting about because talking the number about this seven, stuff. Because the dude, anxiety level. <laughs> yeah, the anxiety level of, oh my goodness, there's seven yeah. things. Now, I can't say that all seven of these are manifesting in my life, but when it comes to losing the baby weight. It fits. There are a couple that it's just like, uh oh, Mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. This is it. Oh. And so I kind of feel like maybe insight will lead to a changed behavior. Mm -hmm. So if we can talk through this and we can take away some of the the mystique of it. Yes. Maybe there's some freedom for us and maybe some of the ladies that are listening to us today. Well, and the beauty of it is too is that you and I get to talk about knowing that you and I get to hold each other accountable. Right, right. We can help each other with We know this. each other. So that's the beauty of it, helping each other, knowing what our struggles are. Hopefully we'll be able to help somebody that's listening to the show today going, Absolutely. Okay, they're struggling with this. I'm not alone. Okay, so I feel like I can walk with them mm-hmm. through this. And that's actually one of the cures. You'll be surprised. That oh, right sorry there. to jump ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, so when you're talking about procrastination, um, let's remember that that is putting off something yes. that is able to be done at the current you just put it off put it off Mm -hmm. um so the number one cause of procrastination i feel like i need a drum roll can can you guess what do you think it would be oh well what word comes to your mind fear fear of the outcome that is the number one commonality cause across the board and it um the one that I'm going to be reading from is living successfully there's there's a page on the website called living six or on the World Wide Web, called Living Successfully. Uh, the number one f- is fear of the outcome. And this is that we are afraid we're going to fail. Oh. We are absolutely afraid that we're going to fail. And so sometimes, subconsciously, we trick ourselves into pushing off something mm-hmm. because at least if I push it away, I'll fail later. Well, we don't have to deal with it right now. So it's mm-hmm. that it's that later on down the road. I know it's there and I know it's coming, but right now... It's that mm-hmm. reactionary. I don't have to deal with it right now. Yeah. It's the proverbial, I'll put it on the back, back burner. burner. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what mm-hmm. it is. And so that fear of the outcome, you automatically guess negatively about yourself. Oh, right. going back to the mental tape exactly. from very beginning early it on. It feeds back to that, that mental tape. Because it feeds into where we hear that going, oh, don't need to do this And then right you now. don't even have to have experienced the failure, but you believe you're going to mm-hmm. fail before you even try. Yes. And, um, it, you know, when I was growing up, there used to be that phrase, if at first you don't succeed, try, 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 try again. Okay. Try, try, try again. That is the perfect mantra to overcome mm-hmm. procrastination. Well, I also heard it said this way. If at first you don't succeed, quit and say you never tried. Yes. Okay. This is the slogan for procrastination of America. But the, that's the, the club. excuse. I mean, that is the reality of like, yeah. uh, well, if somebody is not doing it or I don't, I don't have to do it if somebody else is not doing it. But the excuses are underlying there that you mentioned it earlier. I mean, we've we've let the world off the hook for actually mm-hmm. getting stuff done. We do. We totally do. Now, here's the flip side of the fear of the outcome. Who am I to be that good? Mm-hmm. If I do that, mm-hmm. if I really do put myself out there and write a book, and it's really good, does that say that I think I'm great? What would that say if I did it and did it well? Yeah. There's also a fear of success that comes in a fear of outcome. Most of us immediately think failure, but sometimes there's a fear of success. 
Well, and but the, but we've also been the trained part of it that success can lead to ego and to pride mm-hmm. and can feed That's those exactly things. Right. So we and you're back away. Of that. Oh, back mm-hmm. away big time. Absolutely. Because we don't want to be seen as egotistical, selfish Mm-mm. because of success. Self-serving, self-exalting, none, none of those things. So as women, we typically will sit back a little bit. Not give 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's the fear of outcome. I thought that would be. That's number one. <laughs> I that's can totally see that about me. Oh, yeah. Okay. The second is um, feeling helplessness mm-hmm. in the face of complexity. Oh, yes. You know, Mark, our producer, was sharing before we started about that feeling when you start to do the income taxes. Oh. And you just get that fear of do I have all the information? Am I going to do it right? Is this what they mean when have they're I asking this? Right I, I don't want because you don't want to do it wrong, and you feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the process. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Helplessness in the face of the complexity mm-hmm. of whatever this task is in front of you. But who's making the complexity? Right. Like in my mind, I keep thinking, oh, it's going to be so hard for me to lose this baby weight because I'm going to have to adjust my schedule, Mm -hmm. find people to watch my kids so that I can go to the gym and work out. I'm going to have to change the way I eat, which involves possibly creating two meals at each meal because my kids may not want to eat this way. And really, they should be. But do I want to fight that battle? Do you see how that goes? Oh, it, it gets complex when really it is. I'm going to cook this and this is what we're going to eat. Mm-hmm. And mama needs some time to go to the gym because I, I'm worth it. But, you know, even through some of that, talking about our kids, too, with all of that, of having to make the adjustments with it. Mm-hmm. Single mom throwing this out there. I feel guilty. Absolutely. Having to put them out because, one, I struggle being a single mom anyway, but I don't want to take time away or, I mean, yeah. let's just be honest. Moms sacrifice Everything before themselves. They, yes, it's what we do. It's our nature. I would much rather do everything for my children and for everybody else than actually take the time to take care of myself. Another mm-hmm. show earlier on down the road of how important it is to take time. But yes, and, and I agree with but you. But we make it so complex and, and put and it then off. It seems, it seems like an insurmountable mountain. Yes. And then we don't even try. No, because we see the mountain. And then that leads you right back to number one. You see how them. they feed each other? Mm-hmm. So if you got that one-two combo punch going, oh, so first we got fear of outcome, then helplessness in the face of the complexity of the issue. And then here's where this one comes in. Okay. Mm. Number three. Oh. Rebellion or laziness. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The phrase, you mean I have to do this? You're making me do this? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. That it rises up in you to go, no, I don't want this. Well, automatically want... defensive. Mm-hmm. Automatically. What do you mean I need to lose this baby weight? Am I not good? Do I not look okay? Right. Do I not and even though I don't like the way that this body is presenting itself, and I kind of laugh when I walk through the mall and see a um, a window and wave, and then I realize, oh, that was a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Because that's not at all how I think I look. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with being heavy, but I'm one of those rare people that thinks I don't look like that. Yes. This is not... My internal image is so cool, <laughs> but that's not my body, mm-hmm. but it is because mm-hmm. I have neglected for yeah. so long. So there's that laziness factor. Um, and I think, you know, as much as we don't want to call it that, it's, it's kind of lazy, too, when you're talking about, I just don't want to go to the store and I want to play in the head I and cook. I don't. We just put it off. I, I got to think about it. It's one more thing for me to focus on. Well, and when you've worked, when you've worked yeah. all day yes. and the kids have no clue what your schedule has been like. And then you've got, you've got the homework. You've got their schedules. You've mm-hmm. got all the stuff that is 
pulling at your time, cooking is the last thing I want to do. Yeah. It just is. I don't, I don't, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. And I know I can cook. Oh, sure. It's not, it's not an inability. It's just a lack of concern for it. Mm -hmm. We just get lazy about it. And we we think, "Uh, it's not for me. I'm going to go do this. Yes. Um, But anyway, the fourth Mm -hmm. one Uh is where we're kind of bleeding in with this laziness and this rebellion is a lack of motivation. What is the benefit going to be? I can feed them at the store or I can feed them at a restaurant just as easily as me feeding them at the table. I get the same Mm -hmm. accomplishment, but it's that motivation. What am I getting out of it? What's the benefit of it? You know, for me with losing this weight, I will feel the same on the inside as I look on the outside. Right. That integrity that I talk so much about, I'll be there. I'm not there yet. Um, The motivation for me has to outweigh the the cost of time and convenience and all of mm-hmm. those things, the laziness. Uh, and I, I think that's kind of funny how we have to reframe what is the motivation for it? Well, and what's the purpose? And what's the purpose behind it? What's the cause of it? One of the things that you and I talked about that I mentioned earlier is one of the and I, I have no motivation to go do it because I don't like to. <laughs> and it's probably more the rebellion than it is the laziness. Okay, but see how they, they start oh, to kick in and you're like, okay, I know why. I but know it's, the, see it. it's the one thing because you said you, I will say it. The one thing I cannot stand to go do is shopping. Are not you talking about shopping. clothes? Okay. I'm talking clothes shopping. Okay, clothes shopping. I do not like to do it. I don't like going out in the malls. I don't like to just go walk around. When people say, hey, I'm just going to go shopping today, that is not enjoyment for me. The motivation to go do that. And there's, there is past stuff. There is that of where in the past being criticized of what I bought, what was bought for me, you know, or things like that. There, there was no good motivation to take pride in. Who so it was kind of like you couldn't, you couldn't please everybody. I, so why, why try? Why try? Why try? Oh, I, I have felt that way. Why before. try? Why do? Why there's should I There's too many try voices to try to get approval from. So if I don't do it, then I don't have to worry. So I become the best online shopper that there is. Wow, okay. So I can go do that. But the motivation to go do that, but the rebellion mm-hmm. of fighting against the people pleasers through all of that. I, yeah. But then I can see that. I can do the cooking. There's no motivation there. <laughs> so we're really focusing in on the cooking thing with you. Forget the shopping thing. That's I think the one thing that hits today. But you have found that online shopping works for you. It works great for me. So so I don't think that's a procrastination issue. That's just you had to learn how to reframe, which is part of this motivation. Mm-hmm. You had to learn how to reframe to overcome. Now, I'm just trying to figure out how I can motivate, my, motivate myself to do that online grocery shopping that has <laughs> it delivered to that. my house. And it comes well, up with my meal plans because there is that. But I think everybody struggles cool. with the motivation. Mm, I, I think that's Feeling a Feeling that motivated <laughs> that comes with the, self, the self-worth, the yeah. self-pride of just, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. Well, and that leads right into the fifth one, which is lack of focus and Mm. fatigue. Mm -hmm. So think about that. When those two are coupled together, when you have a lack of focus, like what is my first step? What is my second step? What is my third step? You can't even see that. It's all kind of blurry. And then you add tired. Like you said, long day at work, long commute. Yes. Hello. Yes. You and I both have a 30-minute commute at least on a good day. On a good day. Each way. So that long commute on top of it. Yes, it allows you to decompress from the day, but it's not an enjoyable commute, let's be honest. Oh, no. No. no She's in bumper-to-bumper traffic, no. and, and I have a train. Yes. I have a train to deal with. Do you know that you cannot control a train? You cannot control bumper-to-bumper. You also cannot control a train. Well, and realizing that when you're in that car and all of that, that you're not really decompressing. You're just already thinking about what's waiting for you 
And see, when you get home, oh, you're waiting for that. That adds to your fatigue and it opens up the focus and it's just like a broad canopy of issues well, instead of helping you to get ready to do the next step. Well, it's, I'm sick and tired. So tired always follows sick. <laughs> yeah. But it's that it is that mm-hmm. fatigue. And it is. And and that leads back to the lack of motivation that leads back to that laziness that leads back to all of the things yeah. that we're talking about today that just get us there. Oh, absolutely. And for me, the distractions. Can I tell oh, well. you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, my husband and I had this wonderful moment in um, in our marriage. And I'm glad that God doesn't allow these too often. But I think I've already shared this with a couple of my friends. But my husband said to me, honey, we need to have a talk. And I think it's been a rough <laughs> week for you. So I'm going to wait until Friday night. And um, But I just want you to go ahead and, you know, prepare yourself that I've noticed a couple of things in the four years that we've been together. And in uh, almost three years of being married. And I just really feel like if I share these things with you, it will make a difference in our life, not just your life. And but he said this collectively. on Monday? He said this on Monday to me. And you have to wait till Friday. And I wait until Friday. Yeah. God <laughs> Nothing love. Nothing like planning. Yeah. God love a man that that can hold a boundary. <laughs> and pl- and has plans for it. And because right. it's well thought out. Right. So, um, you know, the week was crazy. He was correct. It was crazy. And it would have been the wrong time. And, you know, he's he's a perfect person for time and presentation. It's all about timing mm-hmm. and presentation with him. So Friday night comes and we get everything done. We've done dinner. We've cleaned up. Everything's kind of winding down. And he says, OK, the, that thing I wanted to talk to you about. And I was like, yeah. And he said, I've realized over the course of four years that you're probably one of the most talented people I know. I love you. You're an incredible woman. You've been gifted so many things. And they are just all right there out on the horizon ready for us. And, you know, my job in a lot of ways is to support you and to help Mm -hmm. you to get there. I said, okay, okay. This all sounds great, right? Oh, yes. What did I panic about all week long? This is what you want to tell me how great and wonderful I am? uh And he says, and there are just two things that I think if you could work on these two things, (laughs) the sky would be the limit. And then there's this dramatic pause, you know, and the music would swell if there was a soundtrack in my life. And And then he says to me, um, the first would be procrastination. <laughs> if you could stop procrastinating on the things that you know that are in front of you to do, then we would be farther along on the road to- toward our goals. And I went, uh-uh. And he goes, and secondly, that kind of makes the procrastination even worse is that you really struggle with prioritizing. Wow. And so you say yes to things that you should say no to, and you say no to things that you should say yes to because it encourages your procrastination and keeps you from doing the things that are totally for us and for our family and you accomplish everything for everybody else. And as that was all hanging in the air and I was thinking, do I get angry because he just really hurt me? Or do I take that in because he is 100% correct Mm -hmm. that that was actually loving Mm -hmm. encouragement? He says these sweet words. And now I'm going to take the girls (laughs) and we're going to go get some ice cream. I'm just going to let you have a little bit of time with yourself so you can think that through. What a wonderful supporting husband. And um, we'll be back in just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. And I was just kind of left there thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And before you think that my husband is cruel, this is really loving for my husband because he was assertive. Yes. About things that really will benefit our family. Mm -hmm. And that's what he was talking about. This lack of focus and fatigue. I fill up my time. Mm-hmm. with things for everybody else mm-hmm. when the giftings and the talent and the resources to do exactly what 
I'm supposed to be doing are right there. But because of what you said, the guilt and the fear of selfishness. All of that. I let it go. But how wise was he? But how I wasn't true, mad when he came back, though, either. Oh, no. But how true is it that that is what we struggle with as women? As women. We is this give. not like the T-shirt that you get when you usher into womanhood is put yourself last? But that's where we were raised. Mm-hmm. We're raised that way. Yes. We're raised to put it's, ourselves last. Everybody well, else comes forward first. Every yep. our children, our spouses. Oh yeah, the school, church, PTA, church, oh, whatever it the is. The PTO for the love of all that is good and kind. What is the minimum donation for me not to have to do <laughs> another fundraiser? If you tell me two hundred dollars, let me pay the two hundred dollars right up front, and, and don't up. send my children Done. home with something where I've got to do forty bucks every month. Don't do it. Just tell me the stress. PTO of that, is that, the most stressful thing in the world to me. I love those women. God, thank you for them. I don't ever want to be one. Oh. Thankfully that they have focus and I don't have to do any of that. But and they how, focus. But how often do, I mean, this is, this, is, this is who we are. We struggle as women. Oh, we do. Giving, giving all of us, sacrificing everything we have for the needs and for the, everybody else. And feeling guilty when you say the word no. Yes. When someone comes and asks me to do something, my immediate answer off the tip of my tongue is, Sure, I could do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know how to do that. Oh, let me help you. But we don't want to... Instead of saying, hmm, Mm -hmm. am I the best person? Mm -hmm. Is there anybody else? Would it be possible for you to look that up online and do it yourself? I don't empower people to do things. It's like I make them dependent upon myself. But lest we digress, because that is the true thing. We like for people to need us. I was going to say, that is an inner core. We need to be needed. Mm -hmm. We need to know that we are needed. And we need to know that we can do anything that is asked upon us. Because, well, it goes back to, we don't want to fail. And see, our goals don't need us. No. Our goals will sit there patiently, just like God, patiently waiting for us to come. Yeah. Oh, so that Ooh. lack of focus and fatigue, could we not get off on that one for a whole day? Oh, yes. Um, and then number six, not knowing where or how to start. What's Always. That first step. Yep. Always a kicker. It just looms out there like it's this big well, mountain. Well, again, it's the mountain that uh-huh. you see. Yeah, it's that mountain. And how am I going to climb that? Or, you know, my father used to say, you know how you eat an elephant? Mm-hmm. One bite at a time. Yeah. And I'd start with the toes. Mm-hmm. You, you start with that worst piece first, you know, which that's not the worst thing I could think of. But um, I'll start with the toes. But but that's it. You've got to figure out where to start and just nick away at it, nick away at it, nick away at it. Well, and like you said, taking one little, taking one little step at a time, those baby steps, instead of realizing, I was just thinking about when you were saying about that, one of the biggest things that I always struggled with is, when I moved into my house, I saw my whole house as this thing I had to decorate. I am not the decorator. Don't, again, shopping issue. I don't like to do all that one. But what I did do was at least I had a notebook with each room yep. of what I felt like needed to be in each room. Because in your mind, a room felt manageable. I can handle the room. Yep. The house may not be done. Right. It's still not. But still, I have my notebook with my rooms. Because that is one bite size at a time that I can Do. chew off. I mm-hmm. can work on that. Absolutely. And, you know, my mother used to say to me all the time, you know, Heather, the best thing about starting a project is that every beginning has, has an, an end. end. Yes. Every beginning has an end. Mm-hmm. But if you just stand there and look at it, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And it really doesn't. But your perception is the longer you stare at it, the bigger it gets. Yes. So you might as well start, mm-hmm. you know. Um, And then the last one, which, you know, I think this is another thing that we're given as women, 
is the seventh uh, the seventh cause of procrastination. Uh, Perfectionism. Uh, Do I even say that out loud? It's almost like, it's like that hidden word that all women hate, but it's there. Well, it's what we want to portray. I mean, yeah. we don't want to be seen less than perfect because let's be honest, we want to look like we've got it all together. Mm-hmm. We've got all of our kids dressed perfectly dinners on the table it's an image it's the image of perfection and women want that have that desire of it because we're supposed to be strong and we can carry the world on upon our shoulders oh my goodness they're just memory after memory just running through my mind of growing up and the perfectionistic tendencies of my mother and how i just shattered her world and how how i felt like such a disappointment because i could never live up to those dreams she had you know we used to call them the norman rockwell moments she had these pictures pictures. in her head (laughs) of what thanksgiving was supposed to be like and what christmas dinner Oh, and I just feel for her. Well, and I mean, and I grew up in a family that the image was out there. And I mean, and I grew up, to, if I didn't live in that image, and, and it was... It's a hard life. It's a hard life when you've got a family that everybody knows and everybody's a part of it mm-hmm. and everybody... You can't mess up. You yeah. can't do it. So the house has to be immaculate. You have to look like Did you're all together coming into church. Do you remember this phrase? Everything has a place. <laughs> yes. And everything in its place. Yes. And my mother would go so oh. far to say, and its feelings are hurt if it's not there. Because <laughs> I was such a feeler. I didn't care. <laughs> what do you mean? Everything has a place and everything in its place. Can I move that? Yeah. I uh, mean, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't care. But my mother cared. It was her house. And and I got this picture the first time when I got my own car. Yeah. You know? Oh. Y- I didn't care. I'd lean up on mom's car until I got my own car. Yeah. And then people lean on my car and I'd say, no, 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 don't lean yeah. on my car. You're going to scratch my car. Don't yeah. lean on my car. Yeah. And it starts to hit that perfectionism. It's like it just immediately grabs you. Well, yes. So perfectionism, I, I think, you know, that that itself could be another whole well, show. Which is that there is that, but yet we hide from because, oh, how many times have you shoved everything in the closet because, hey, somebody's coming to see you? Oh, that's my daughter. I have a daughter that does that. Okay, so we've gone through the, the seven causes. The fear oh. of the outcome was the first. Hopelessness yes. or helplessness in the face of complexity. Mm-hmm. Rebellion and laziness. Lack of motivation. Lack of focus and fatigue. Not where, knowing where to start or how to start. And number seven, perfectionism. Okay, so. Killers. Those are all killers, the causes. Killers. Okay, listen to how easy these cures are. Okay. Okay, again, let's just say, you just said, let's see how let's see how easy this is. I mean, if we uh-huh. actually lived in Logicville, being a woman would be easy, okay? Oh, we'd make it perfect. <laughs> if women <laughs> could live in Logicville, it'd be great. But, yes. but God blessed us to be feeling creatures. Yes, we are. Um, Emotional so, feeling creatures. So here are the cures. And let me just say that there are seven causes of procrastination. And there's only four things that it takes to, fair. to cure procrastination, which I just love that. But that's a good economy for me. <laughs> if my problem has seven issues and the cure only takes four, I think I'll do the four, right? Hey, we'll go with the four. Okay, okay so the first one is getting a bite-sized mentality. Kind of like what we talked that. about that. Eating the, the elephant, climbing mm-hmm. the mountain. Taking a little bit at a time. Uh-huh. Like my mother used to call it the dirty room syndrome. When yes. You, when you walk into a dirty room, focus on one thing. Get all the towels. Yes. Get all the clothes up. Get all the shoes up. Focus on one thing, bite-sized. Bite, mm-hmm. And it's amazing how quick it goes. Okay, so get a bite-sized mentality of your project or, or the uh, situation. Number two, set up a reward punishment system for yourself 
Oh, and this is gonna this is gonna cause some things. Okay, now number one, you have to have integrity and you know hold and yourself to and it. Hold you, you have to be on. Yeah. Okay, so the example I'm that it gives go get that ice cream is um, if you work on your project for twenty minutes, then you get to do something fun like get your nails done or something like that. Uh, if you don't, you have to do the dishes and uh, wipe the baseboards. Y- you punish yourself mm-hmm. for not doing it. There's a consequence. Um, yeah. The third one says that you reserve a place to do that project and a time to work on it. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, that's like eye opening to me. I don't do that. I don't have a time in my schedule and I don't have a place mm-hmm. set up that I'm going to do it. So I think that one would be powerful for that's me. That's powerful. You know, that's a good with, one. with finishing this book that I've been trying to write for ever. Well, and finding the time for me to plan a meal. Yeah. And know what my meal is going to look like. There. Setting yeah. it out there and planning mm-hmm. it and taking that time. Absolutely. Okay. And then the fourth one is become a groupie. Ah. Wherever possible, yes. find other people that you can talk about yeah. this goal with and this project with that are on the same path as you. So and that's, become a groupie. And that's that's a beautiful thing that we, at least we have that. And that was said at the very beginning that I'm hoping that when somebody's listening to this, they're able to realize, okay, I'm not the only one out struggling, but how important it is to find that friend mm-hmm. being vulnerable and honest saying, okay, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. I got to, I, I need help. Yeah. Just and and there's all kinds of different reasons, you know, mm-hmm. with your goal of, you know, eating at home more and cooking at home mm-hmm. more, there are other women out there for whatever, um, motivation they have whether it's to save money mm-hmm. to um, spend more quality time they'll have that same goal it may not be the same motivation but they'll have the same goal yes. they want to they want to cook more they want to stay at home more find them yeah, start talking to they're them they're there work with them so i think those are really four those great things for. getting a bite-sized mentality set up a reward punishment system reserve a space and time mm-hmm. for this project and then become a groupie those four cures easy enough it, it sounds like it. So I think I'm going to try, you know, with my two big ones. Yes. You know, I'm sure I could list multiples. But the two big ones in my life right now are are losing this baby weight. Mm-hmm. And, and now I should say the baby's weight. Yeah. Um, and then finishing up this book. Mm-hmm. I really want to do these. These have nothing to do with anybody else. It's yeah. will I put the value on myself. Mm-hmm. Focus. Well, and that's, and, where, and that's where knowing that I am the mom that I can be. I can plan a meal. I can plan for them. That's on me to do because it is something that I do love and enjoy yeah. to take care of that. So I can find the time to do it and plan that time and reserve a time and place to look at the kids and go, hey, I'm going to plan and go do this. Yeah. And we're all going to go to the store together or do whatever and make it a quality time and a fun time because the lessons that I'm teaching them is incredible. Absolutely. And we're modeling to them. We are modeling to them. We're modeling to them how to do what we're doing. Now, do we want to model procrastination or do we want to model effective um, day-to-day walking out of our goal setting and accomplishments? Well, and realizing our kids get to see, hey, mom's not perfect. Hey, she struggles with this. Mm. But realize that, hey, that there's folks out there that, you know, we can be with and find and be that groupie as you as you love become a groupie become a groupie groupie for maybe there's a maybe there's a support group maybe that's a new support group a procrastination support group become a groupie procrastination anonymous (laughs) pas you can come next week (laughs) (laughs) you can come next week sign up later on that one and on that (laughs) leave them on a high note What an awesome show. What an awesome topic well, today. Well, it's just applicable. It's, well, it's, it's where we are. It's something mm-hmm. that we struggle with through all of this. 
Um, so don't wait till next week <laughs> to find us. The sad part is you have to wait to hear this. <laughs> yeah, you got a little bit. But hey, don't wait. Go ahead and go find us. And again, um, you can find us on our website. Um, eavesdropshow.com and the show will be posted there and again leave your feedback your comments for us let us know what you're struggling with yeah if there's a topic you want to talk about you want to hear you want to put your um, put your stuff out there put it out in an email we'll read it we'll We'll read read it it. out there and we'll uh, we'll, we'll, you know research that topic for you that sounds great find us on iTunes subscribe to our show um, at eavesdrop show again it will upload each week for you and get it to your iPod so hey you don't have to worry about going out there and finding it it does it for you it does it it does it for you you can beat your procrastination hey you can subscribe to the show and you can beat your procrastination that's a good one are we procrastinating ending the show probably so so with that (laughs) we're gonna say we we just are thankful that you are listening to us and spreading the word about eavesdrop show and again we would love to hear from you and until next time we will talk to y'all soon Bye 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 bye